folks, we fucked up. <laughs> nice. But here, nice. here's why. Yeah. Here's why. So originally, we had uploaded this episode reviewing Inside, a special by Bo Burnham. And we were at first fine with the episode, but then we took it down for a few reasons. And it was primarily because of this. This piece is an immensely emotional, uh, vulnerable, it really picks at uh, Bo's insecurities and does an immense deep dive into depression and anxiety. And it is also a tremendously uncomfortable thing to look at. And the issue with the uh, sort of review that Mac and I put up originally was that all of those descriptors, I just gave the piece. And for that, like, we also both love the piece yeah. for those reasons because there isn't anything like it. Yeah. But we treated all of that as a given. So the review that we originally put out lacked the framework. It lacked that at the front end, and so we did immediately a dive into the sort of critical analysis and the structure of the piece. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, like for, uh, and, and I'm sure that this was the case for Danny as well, after we had uh, seen the piece... Uh, we talked uh, to, to the people around us about it a lot. Like, it was, it's in the zeitgeist, and we talked to a lot of people about it. And because of that, we spent, in, or we thought we spent enough time praising it um, to each other that by the time we uh, got to recording, we had already, like, thought up all of the things that we wanted to criticize and had already done all of the praising, uh, which is unfair to an audience that's listening to our review for the first time because you didn't hear us praising it for weeks on end before we got to the review. Correct. And even though we praised it on the back end of yeah. the, the episode, we it was quite a, a little right. bit too late. A, g- a good 45 minutes too late, where yeah. we didn't on the, very, uh, on, on the front end, like you said, yeah. uh, really get our uh, opinions clear. So this is our uh, piece of clarity, hopefully, Correct. Um, that uh, if you stay to the end of the episode, I promise you will get to the piece where... Uh, we we do um, give it its, its its due diligence and we do praise it for what it is. And you're gonna hear the episode that follows, you know, after this snippet, essentially uncut, uh, uh, basically the same exact episode that we had originally put up, and now with this framework. And I also mm-hmm. want to mention, uh, I, I think like. I still love this piece. Mm-hmm. This piece made me immensely uncomfortable, but like in all the best ways. Yeah. There was a take during the episode. I do want to walk back. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say that now that um, originally I had stated that I don't think I learned that much from the piece. And I was completely wrong because I'm, I've actively thought about inside mm-hmm. for days and days on end after viewing it mm-hmm. and, and how to negotiate the relationship with not only myself, but the people around me as mm-hmm. well. And so the, so much of what I did learn was actually about things that I didn't know and, right. and I, things that I need to learn about. And I talk about it in the episode, which is essentially my blind spots um, that I have to people who suffer from depression and anxiety and how I can communicate and help. Uh-huh. Uh, those other people, at least to the best that I can, and be there for them. And and that's the sort of thing that I need to learn about that this piece really put 
in the perspective for me. So I also wanted to get that out there. So there's uh, a much clearer framework of approach. So now you know that Mac and I really did love this piece. Truly, truly. Um, and, and, and on that same note, I... In terms of my uh, ability to learn from the piece, I will still say that I did not learn a whole lot from the piece, but that is purely because I was not in a place to learn. I was not in a place when I was watching it. I was expecting a full comedy special, and so I, and also I was kind of in a critical mindset, so I wasn't in a place to fully receive it um, in its totality. I was in a place to receive comedy, not necessarily a. Um, a, a, a piece that really actually tried to tries to teach you about anxiety and depression uh, fr- from the perspective of someone that is dealing with it in real time. Um, that that is what it is. Uh, but that that is not where I was uh, mentally when receiving it the first time. And that's something that you get, especially in the viewing of it, uh, and then listening back to each individual song. The songs is where like you know the comedy and the quirky bits are. Yeah. And that's where I've that's where I've consumed the most of the special. Um, so I'm sure that if I went back, I would uh, feel differently about that. But yes, so hopefully that 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 gives a little bit of a, a frame for the meat of this episode. Yeah. A better context into sort of like what we had already thought. Right. Um, we both love the piece. It, there isn't truly there isn't anything like it. And before you even start listening to this episode, do yourself a service and go ahead and watch it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an episode of The Art Tenders with Mac and Dan. I am Dan, he is Mac. Howdy! So we are going to discuss a comedy special, Uh, but not in the traditional sense. It's not done in front of an audience. No, No, it was done essentially in one room, and that is Bo Burnham's Inside. Theoretically in one room. We'll uh, get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was released uh, on Netflix on May 30th, 2021. It was written... Starring, music by, cinematography, edited by, and directed by Bo Burnham, who is a comedian who has really popped into frame uh, in the past 10 years or so, partially because of, you know, the the beauty of the internet and how no, easy YouTube. it is to get there. Yeah, through YouTube, through Vine yeah. uh, was an app uh that was popular some years ago and and <laughs> for but, those youngsters yes but i mean but but he is a musical comedian and that is definitely in form for this one now uh this is technically my pick but this was uh more so like max influence of a pick uh which like i had not seen it prior to um you know, reviewing it for this episode, but Mac, you had seen it prior, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, do you mean the special? Yes, this yes. special in particular, not yes. not Bo Burnham, the comedian, who was a fantastic comedian. Let's just get that uh, on the front end. But yeah, um, so I, this I, special you had seen before we had seen uh-huh. it to review. Is I've been correct? very interested in Bo Burnham since the age of maybe thirteen, uh, which I guess is almost ten years ago now. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, I, I, he, I've been following him for a very long time. The second he came out with Inside, uh, I watched it immediately with Emma. And then I, I've seen it a few more times. I've listened to the music pretty much nonstop for um, the past couple 
weeks, about two weeks. Um, and may, may I explain my uh, my viewpoint on it, like my, my experience in having watched it several times? Yes, because because part of part of it for me, I'm just going to say without yeah. even really like directly discussing it, is that like this isn't something I would want to watch again. Yeah, right. and I'm not saying it's bad because uh, it's quite great, but like I I wouldn't want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I, I'm I'm really interested in like what makes you so fascinated by it. Why rewatch it multiple times, and then what kind of like discussion are you hoping to have yeah. because uh from the watch of it and the experience sure. of it. So I actually decided before I even saw it the first time that I was going to watch it several times or I was going to consume even the music several times because that's how I've always consumed Bo Burnham. Uh, Ever since I was young, whenever he releases something, I will listen to it and then every time that I revisit it, there is something new that I find. Mm -hmm. Um, He's very, very good about that, like uh, about the detail work um, and about the the very uh, subtle... Uh, metaphor and and whatnot within his um, within the stuff that he writes, and so it does uh, take a couple watches for me to really grab everything that he's he's throwing out. Um, now I think that with this one specifically, I'm not going to get into a big review of his other stuff. Um, I hope that that was enough on explaining wh- how much I do respect him. Sure, yeah, um, but. Upon this uh, special being released and watching it a few times, the first time I watched it, I wasn't, I didn't like fall in love with it necessarily. I, I did think it was very good though. I thought it was very smart yeah. and really impressive. I think that, that's the main word that we can all agree on is that yes, it was impressive. Um, but the more that I've been listening to it and watching it, like I would, I would say like the second and third time that I. Uh, listened to it all the way through. Mm-hmm. I got even more impressed, and and I, I liked it even more. And then it started to bother me. Okay. Over time, I started to like it less and less. And I'm kind of in this weird limbo right now of there are some clever parts, but overall, it's a very frustrating piece. What What makes you say that? I would say that it's very frustrating because it is... Um, it offers a lot of problems without any solutions. Okay. Uh, th- and and I think that I only came that con- to that conclusion, that realization, because that's something that I'm I'm struggling with right now in uh, my own stuff that I'm writing. That yeah. there are a lot of things that I will uh, write, um, and I think that certain problems are interesting or th- certain ideas are interesting. But it's not that I actually have any sort of perspective on them. I just think they're interesting enough to write about. Right. Um, and so by the end of it, it's like. Yes, it, it was interesting that we dove into it, but no one's taking away anything. There's no new ideas that have been brought to the table. Yeah. And I think similar to this, that, that was the big problem that I saw with uh, making a piece about COVID um, or about experiences that we've had in COVID. I think the more that I've looked into this, yes, it is extremely entertaining. Well, the first half's entertaining, and the second half is uh, difficult. Yeah. Um, safe to say? Uh, yes. Well, uh, but, like, okay. Like, it's it's really tricky to unpack this whole thing. Yeah. Because it's kind of explained on the front end, hey, I'm just kind of putting this thing together. Uh, and because uh, I'm thinking about killing myself. And we're going to, yeah. like, we're going to get yeah, into pretty that much. more. But, like, 
And so, yes, he says that on the front end, this is not going to be cohesive. And yeah. it's so very clearly a pandemic work, right? We've looked at a pandemic work before. It's um, Taylor Swift's album, yes. Folklore, yeah. right? But this is very different. Because, because it's very aware of its, its COVID-ness. Right. Yeah. Where, like, it, there's there's a very different uh, sort of approach that T-Swizzle had where, yeah. like, okay, this anxiety that I'm having during this time, let me channel it yeah. into music yeah. uh, and into, like, new work. And then with Bo Burnham, it's like, no, I, I want to, like, discuss what's happening right now. Right? Yeah. Not channel into into something else. Like, channel into, into music, sure, but not into something different than what I'm actually experiencing in the moment but yeah, yeah. so so and that is what he's famous for yeah. i mean i mean and that, 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 that's what comedy is comedy is uh people being brave enough to get up on a stage and say something that everyone's thinking but that everyone is too afraid to say yeah and they're willing to say it and he and he does that but in this instance it might not be worth it i don't think that uh, the, the second that we st- that that uh all of us got thrust into covid it was interesting because we all were like, man, we really want to write something about COVID or man, we really want to make something about COVID. Yeah. But the problem is that it, um, it, lacks, it lacks retrospect. Yeah. We can't talk about COVID in the past. That we tense. were all prisoners of that moment. Yeah, because we were all, yeah. yeah. It, it, like we, how we you view 2019 it. as the best year in film because you're a prisoner of that moment. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. No, we're two years out and I like, as I, yeah, looking back, I can now say I've never experienced a, a, a year of movies that was so amazing. But, 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 I'm saying that Bo Burnham cannot, uh... It, it, or not cannot, that, that's the wrong word. But it's difficult for someone to make a piece about COVID uh, because there's no perspective to be had on COVID. Right. It's just a thing that was, yeah. and it sucked. And, I'm and just, we're waiting and, for and, it, and it, it to just so happens. Over. It just so happens to be that like, like pieces that are about COVID are like pieces about what I'm experiencing right now as opposed to like what I'm experiencing then. And yeah. so, so, okay. So, and like part, because I agree part of the problem of the piece, right, if you wanted to constitute it as a problem, is the incohesiveness, yeah. right? But that's part of also what makes the piece the piece. So it's really tricky of, like, though there are good things about it, and the good things are that he is, like, it's sort of this very intimate exploration of his own psyche that it just happens to be channeled in this fashion, right? Yeah. And so it becomes a lot less filtered because of how it was produced and how sort of not shoddily, but it's put together in, in a fashion where it's just this. It's just in my room, and this is what I can do at this present moment, right? As opposed to, I am making this perfect piece that is being workshopped extensively. It's like no, this is just what he's experiencing right then and there, and and then he's putting it out into the universe. And in terms of like pandemic works in terms uh-huh. of like COVID works that about COVID about what people were experiencing during the pandemic that this is I think it's safe to say I haven't consumed a lot of it but I think it is safe to say that this is certainly one of the better ones yeah. of it right like this is this is one, one of the better you're ones show your kids yeah to talk about COVID that and that, and that makes sense yeah. and I think that it isn't in, in, in that way it is an excellent diary piece yeah. And that, like, a look back at this time, a look back at, man, all the crazy shit we went through during COVID, the experiences that we had, the things that we all collectively experienced as a culture, especially in America, he really hit all that on the head. But you started to get into something that also kind of pisses me off. 
Because there, there, there's the fact that he brings up so many issues that he is not willing to even, even offer a solution. Even if it's the wrong solution. He's not even willing to offer a single solution on many of those things. Like... Oh, go ahead. No, oh, no, 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 want no, no. I, I want you to give, it, give an example, please. So uh, he'll talk about how depressed he is and how difficult it is to be alone in COVID and how he doesn't want to quit working on something because just the act of working on something makes him forget about all of these, all these awful, awful things that are happening. And he's talking about depression and sadness and how he's going to kill himself and all these things. And then it's just done. And then it's just what over. Do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, what do you mean? Well, like, why is... Is that an indictment? I'm confused on what yeah, you're trying to say. Yeah, it, 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 it's difficult for me because um, he, in terms of like story, yeah. in terms of, because I think that he, it's safe to say, or I guess this might actually not be safe to say. Maybe this is a hot take. I think he ventured away I from. I don't know what a hot take is. Sizzle serve. Thank you. So sorry. Thank you for that. I think that it is maybe a sizzle serve that he started to venture away from the comedy special, the conventional comedy special, because he has done this before in other comedy specials, Yeah, and into more of a story, and into more of a film. Okay, so you, you wanted him, him to be more consistent thematically? No, it's more like if he is going to venture into a story, then he should actually tell me a story. Okay. And he did not. But wouldn't the story... Of this piece be about himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The story yeah. would be, I am uh, incredibly sad. I am bogged down. I cannot handle this pandemic. Yeah. And then that's the end. Does he yes. ever conquer it? No. No. Does, well, he, does but, he ever but, really like, try to? Well, yeah. J- just by doing the thing, maybe it, he's he's trying to. I would say yes, yeah. Maybe he's trying to put the Band-Aid on it. But he it, it feels like he's offering a lot of issues without... Any resolve. But isn't... Hold on. I mean, like... And look, this is where I guess... Yeah, we're just going to get into the conversation of it. But, like... So, like, I have the blind spot, right? We And we all have blind spots one way or another, right? Because we... There are six, seven billion people out there. We can't possibly empathize with every single experience, right? Uh-huh. And so part of the blind spot that I'm working to make less blind is, like... To, Depression and, like, the exploration of work when depressed. And so my experience watching this was, like, the first, like, quarter was, like, man, I'm, I'm laughing. And then not even halfway through, I'm, like, this guy's dealing with issues, right? <laughs> yeah. But I can't... Yeah. Mag- I can't oh, yeah, expect him to be like super duper like cohesive about it because I mean and like part of it too it's it's so easy to say like well Bo this isn't working for you why don't you go get some help that's so much more difficult and like and so and so it's difficult also for me to say like yeah he can't he can't pro- he can't provide any answers and that's frustrating sure but like he can't provide any answers because how can he provide any answers? But he doesn't even have the answers to begin with of, like, how to solve his own shit. Yeah. Right? And so, like, it's – it's, and that's what makes this piece so tricky uh, to even not just discuss but also consume. It's it's the, the, the sheer fact of, like, we are witnessing a man lose his mind that there is a – a reality, right? There's a very plausible reality that after he finished this working on this piece, 
he killed himself, right? Yeah. Like that is that is a very possible reality, and that's 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 the scary part for me of like watching this because like I kind of look at it through the perspective of like if I were his friend and I'm like halfway through this piece, I'm like I don't know if this is like working for you in the way that you want it to work for you, or it's just like can you and me like can we together find different or new or avenues alongside this to really get not get to the bottom of but like try to alleviate the issue a little bit because yeah this entire piece was a band-aid and I didn't expect by the end of it to like have an answer right in regards to what this piece is or like what this piece is trying to achieve and that can be an indictment sure like i'm not entirely mm-hmm. certain who exactly this piece is for is this piece for me that like needs a better understanding of people who uh, suffer from depression and mental illness and anxiety or is it people who do identify with that who do experience that or is it just like somewhere in between or somewhere outside of that who is this piece for i i'm not entirely sure but that's 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 the the scary part about it to me, but it but it's still but it's I, I I it's difficult for me to say that like oh this is an indictment of like it being all over the place because of course it's going to be all over the place because his mind's all over the place. Yeah. So like it can be listen, it can be an indictment just strictly from a storytelling perspective, from but from like a human exploration of the psyche perspective. Yeah, it is, uh, and right, like, right, right, and right. it's such a pandemic work because, like, right. shit, most of the stuff during the pandemic isn't super duper clean, right? You know, like folklore is such an uh, uh, an an anomaly. It's such an exception to that rule where it, it is very clean and it yeah. is very produced. While like yeah. the production of this is just like how well he Bo Burnham did in terms of the actual production of it, but not because he was working alongside others. So that that's that's the tricky part about it. I I'm I'm kind of going all over the place with my thoughts in in regards to this one. But No, no, no. I I um It's you you have to like look at it in two different veins, right? You have to look at it from a storytelling pr- pr- perspective. Sure, if you want to, but then you also do have to separate it from like what is he the human exploring, right? Because this is this is unlike any comedy special ever, right? Yeah. Because True. I would also say this isn't a comedy special. I would just say I this agree. this is a short film. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I would short film. I wouldn't or just a just film. A film film, yeah. Film twenty minutes. Yeah, it's, you know. Um like I wouldn't I would har- hardly call this a comedy at all. Where like, yeah. at least for me, I was well, having yeah. trouble breathing throughout it. But yeah, um, I mean that that was that was something that. Uh, but but that's something that that Bo Burnham's been doing since the literal beginning. I mean, I guess not the literal beginning because that was YouTube. But whenever he started doing comedy, he was very clever about. And and the reason that he was such a big ass deal and everyone loved him so much is because he was really good about um, tricking you into thinking that you were coming to a comedy special. So that you were allowed and given permission to laugh and be loud and have as much uh, as much of a visceral response 
to his show as you would to a comedy special, yeah. and then at the very end reveal to you that it is not at all a comedy special and it's extremely uh, vulnerable. And this seems to be also like a trend that comedians have been doing recently. Like he's not the only one to do that. Uh, Hannah Gadsby, excuse me, Hannah Gadsby, Gadsby Ray, yeah. has done that with uh, her first special, Nanette, and then also yeah. Daniel Sloss. Daniel Sloss uh, is a big one. Does, James does A. Castor is another yeah. big one. Yeah. All those British people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, and I think that that's uh, where I get really, really frustrated with this piece. The thing that makes me the most angry about this piece is that I wish that Bo Burnham, uh, I don't know, had any distance between himself and the person he's on stage. Yeah. Or that he explained better or made it more clear that the person he's on stage is not the person that he is in real life. Mm-hmm. Because... In past specials, whenever he does things or says things or things come from him, it is extremely personal and you buy into it. And this time, it was it was hard for me to do that because mm-hmm. um, he said so – he talked so much. And the piece was dependent, dependent upon him being alone. Yeah. Trapped in this room. Yeah. He was not. This was his guest house. In his extremely large Los Angeles home. <laughs> he was not alone. He has pets and a wife, and his parents were there. He, like, the, 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 the image that he was trying to paint for this was not, the actual, was not the actual reality that he was living in. Yeah. Even though the experiences were real. Yeah, and I, I think the emotions were real. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, there we go. That's the word. Yeah, but every single time that he would talk about like certain things or certain th- things like, man, I'm just so upset like with being trapped in this tiny room. Isn't it so tough trying to relate to, I guess, m- most of America? Because that is what a lot of people experienced during COVID. I-, I just couldn't help but think, like, that's not what you're experiencing. Like, like, because I am such a fan and because I do follow him on social medias and things like that, I know his circumstances and they're fine. Like, sure, I mean, I understand okay, yeah. that he is depressed or anxious and it's okay, like, for him to talk about that. And, it, it's, and it's okay for him to make a piece in which he convinces the audience that he is in this small area. But it's tough whenever it feels like it's coming from him, the person, Bo Burnham, because that's not actually the experience that him, the person, Bo Burnham is having. Gotcha. So you felt a little bit of dishonesty of the sort of, like, approach to it. And not necessarily yeah. the emotions. Because the emotions are incredibly honest. Yeah. And, like, to such a point, it's uncomfortably honest right right uh, in more ways than one exactly and um, i and i love that and yeah. i'm okay with with dishonesty as long as it's made clear that it's dishonesty or or as long as it's made clear that it's, it's a story or a character or something gotcha. separate from him because that was that really took me out every once in a while so so you like, knew that on the front end before even watching it is yeah, it, well, okay. well, the, the first time around, I would say the first half of my very first watch, I didn't really think about it too much. And then during, because he has an intermission, because yeah. he has like a little break. Uh, which is like what, 30 seconds. I mean, this is no yeah, intermission. Right, right. Like, oh, okay, folks. It's listen, no Seven Samurai. <laughs> I was about to say, if you want an intermission, you watch like Seven Samurai. You watch Seven Samurai. Or if you want a more recent example, you watch The Hateful Eight, right? But like yeah. this intermission of like, we're going to do like 30 seconds and it's just going to say intermission. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. An intermission is like, you keep that bleep going, right? And, and and then in rare cases, like if that 10 to 15 minutes isn't enough time, then you, okay, you pause the movie, right? But, 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 but you can't. 
put an intermission and then have it be 30 seconds. Implying I, that, that, that the was, audience should be pausing. Yeah, that was a weird dismount I also had. And so okay. now I'm trying to... That's, that's actually an interesting point, though. Do you, so, so you think that whenever a movie is made and an intermission is given, you think that I the I want it to be a legitimate intermission. You, you, you want them to include the time of the intended intermission in the viewing. Oh, that I mean, that's helpful. Yeah, or like, like the like the a little. Or do you want it to timer, say okay, a little timer, you know, you know right, right. a little timer on the screen, or like right? something that's like this is the weirdest thing to pick. No, 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 no. That, that's actually really interesting. Like, yeah. because that, that's actually a super cool idea. Like, do you think that uh, at like Netflix specials, things like that are intended to watch in the home whenever they have intermissions? Do you think they should operate more like theater intermissions? Uh, I think they should operate more like intermissions. <laughs> like if yeah. like okay you got me you got like me, there's you got a difference me. between That's intermission so and enough. like hey and, pause here like uh, yeah, yeah no 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 an and intermission listen listen folks I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna unpack this right now then an intermission is not 30 seconds an intermission not 15 seconds it's not a bathroom so, break an intermission is like hey there's my friends over there I'm gonna talk to them you know while I eat my M&Ms you know what maybe I want a snack maybe I want to go pee maybe I want a bottle yeah. of water that's like $10 you know like what if what if I want those things or and like, then to have the time the avenue to do so and then when I know to sit back down the lights will flash in the house alright enough enough this is I will die on this hill I will die on this hill I will be on this hill and i will die and i'm fine with that and i know this is the weirdest thing to nitpick but i if you're gonna say intermission i want i want an intermission i want an intermission i get you pal i get you well this is not the worst part of this piece no Uh, this is but if if we want to go back in in theater history an intermission originally was meant to be a pause in the story so that the audience could discuss what was happening in the story it was a catch-up it was a – because it was so difficult to watch live theater and actually get everything because it was so noisy and, 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 and because they, 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 they weren't able to fully get, like, the entire experience, the intermission was meant to, okay, so, like, did you see when da, – da, 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 or, like, what do you think yeah. going to happen next yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that, that – that's funny. That's funny. That's actually, I think, a really good idea. Or sometimes a break in time and scene change, right? Where yeah. – maybe, maybe we're seeing, like uh, – uh, they want to keep it like vaguely a unity, and so they want for the first half to take place in one whole succinct place, right? And then have the second half be in a whole succinct place, right? Yeah, that 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 might be a, a decent idea. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, let's let's get back to the actual piece that we're reviewing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the the next thing that uh, I would say is 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 up on the docket for me in terms of things that I have endlessly talked about with other people about this piece is the fact that uh, he talks so many times about how he is a comedian. He talks a lot about how he is going to make comedy, and that is the most noble thing that he can possibly do. He he did it in this special at the very mm-hmm, beginning mm-hmm. when he was uh, uh, um Oh man, what's what's the song called? I can't exactly remember what that song is called. Okay, but you have to describe but, it to me because yeah, yeah, I don't know that song. It's the very beginning. It's the very beginning. Can you help it's, me it's out? It's the very first song. Very first song. Okay, it's um, uh, content. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, or or also comedy. Both the yeah. songs really are about how he is going to. Uh, he doesn't know what his place is in this pandemic, or, or or with like world events that are happening or whatever, or Black Lives Matter, or 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 anything, or 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 is how I should just leave it, and. Uh, but what he has decided is that he is going to 
solve the world's problems by making comedy, which is a funny idea. Yeah. And, that in, and it is funny. That he's so self-righteous. Yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah, I'm so right. important. I will solve everything. Or yes. the, oh, man, one of my favorite parts of the whole damn special, whatever, he's like, um, he's like, I'm going to be uh, like like a white guy that's an agent for change. Like, I'm a, sp- oh, no, no, there's a pause in the song, and then he, or like a key change, and he's like, I'm a special type of white guy. Yeah. That's funny. And then he. <laughs> Thanks, Mac. No, it is funny. Sorry, it just is. Um, but also that he goes into uh, that he's like I'm I'm going to step aside so that other people can 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 speak like the voices that are more important. And then he takes a moment about like eight seconds, and then he goes I'm bored. And then he starts singing. You're again. being gracious. It's much less than eight seconds. It's really? like so? it's like three seconds. It's tops. funny though. It's yeah, funny. no, 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 yeah, yeah. For sure. And he always talks about himself as a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he is because he talks so much about how he, he defines him like it, it, he defines what a comedian is himself he defines what a comedy special is himself which yeah. is uh, I'm going to make people laugh and that is how I'm going to help them I'm going to help them by making them laugh and that's what he does in the first half and then he makes a specific fucking choice to not in the second half there's still Funny parts. funny parts in the second half, right? But that is not like, his intention. Like "Welcome to the Internet" is a funny song. Oh, there's yeah. there's a song where he's in this weird like grass robe, freaking ghillie suit, and he's like, "Congratulations, Jeffrey Bezos, you won." Yeah. It's it's so like that. Bezos that is too, yeah. funny stuff that that is like happening, right? But but at least for me, in my experience, like it was so it was too late yeah. that I was like, I can't. Find laugh. this funny. I yeah. can't. I can't laugh. Which is fine. Which is fine. But I think that Bo Burnham's aware of that. Yeah, is my thing. That that's kind of like, that that that's not an issue. But I think it's something that I find incredibly, incredibly interesting. Which is sure. I think that if he views comedy as something that is meant to cheer the audience up from their depressive, their their average depressive state, he made a specific choice to. To stop caring about that about halfway through. Like, he was still funny. Yeah. But he knew that it's depressing as shit. But, I, but then half. I think maybe, maybe yes. Maybe, and then maybe. So do you think that he's not? But, 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 but maybe there's a shift in the process of doing this where, like, originally it was to, like, at the very, very beginning, maybe it was, like, to just put something out there for other people to have, right? To make content, right? Yeah. But then it became, like, this is actually for myself. I want to explore myself more. And that's more important to me now as opposed to trying to uh, endear to the uh, desires of the masses and what they are currently looking for. And then if you're hearing tapping in the background, I'm just trying to filibuster a little bit. But Mac is currently searching. Is this his first comedy special, Make no, Happy? No, no it's no, his no. third. It's his yeah, third. It's, third. Uh, it's definitely a very, very popular one. Uh, why are you looking at I'm the... looking this up because there is a song in uh, Make Happy that I actually think proves proves uh, a point of mine um, that, that 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 is that, that is extremely important with what I'm trying to say. So what I'm trying to say is this um, that he does it, it, it's not like throughout the process of this he just started to realize that maybe he doesn't want to, like make people laugh anymore. Uh-huh. I think this was intentionally planned because this is something he does in every special. Hold on. But if it was intentionally planned, wouldn't the whole piece be more cohesive, right? Because I've never I've yeah. never felt incohesiveness in his comedy specials, in his traditional really? comedy specials. Yeah. Or at least I mean, 
I haven't seen them in years, admittedly. Yeah. But like I said, there was there has there was never a moment where I'm just like, I, this yeah. is all over the place mentally or like in terms yeah. of the structure of the piece right i feel like everything still felt purposeful as opposed to like in inside that it was like just purposeful like in that moment uh-huh. but they weren't necessarily connected in a way right? i think that the that the or uh, like in a, a connected experience the other specials don't feel disconnected because they're filmed as comedy specials and comedy specials inherently are a little discombobulated. Or, like, they, they have segues from one thing to the next. Yeah. But he even mentions, like, in his other specials, he'll even, like, have jokes about, like, I'm bad at segues, and then he goes into his next song. Yeah. Or, like, he'll, like, dance to the next song or whatever because he doesn't know how to get from one thing to the next. So I think that because he filmed the others as comedy specials, that's what makes them feel less, com- less uh, disorganized. This, I think, actually operates in a similar way, and he wrote this similarly as he would to a stand-up comedy special. And but he and he did the same thing as he does in the other ones. In every comedy special, he at the very beginning tells you that it is, uh, it is, it is his uh, job as a um, as a comedian, as a person that is making the word comedy for you, mm-hmm. that he's going to make you happy. That's why make happy. Um, that he's going to make <laughs> that he's going to make you a happier person by watching this, and that that is going to make you feel better, and then you can leave having been fulfilled by being a happier person because of him. And then he doesn't, mm-hmm. and he does that for most of it, and then at the very end, he doesn't. Like in Make Happy, for instance, at the very beginning, intro, hell yeah, I love you, masturbation. Those two songs are made to tell you what he's trying to do, what he's trying to do as a comedian. And then uh, once he hits Kill Yourself uh, in Make Happy and on, way easily all the way up to Can't Handle This, which is the Kanye rant, which is the, I mean, climax of uh, Make Happy and then Are You Happy. Those are not happy songs. Those are not songs that like make you laugh and go, oh yeah, like I'm so ha- like I'm so glad that we watched this. It's it's genuinely upsetting to to watch those to 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 watch those two songs. And the same with this. So I'm wondering, I'm still wondering, I have been forever. Is he almost like mocking comedy, or is it mocking himself, or is it mocking us? I, I don't really know. But there is a specific reason that he is telling us at the beginning of every special, "I'm here to make you happy," and then he specifically doesn't by the end. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I mean, but and like, but also I, I don't to know answer, what it is, and it bothers me. Well, and to answer your question, yes, right. I mean, but it's like it's it's the idea of subverting expectations, right? And and. Like like I said, same thing that uh, Hannah Gadsby and and but the only Sloss way to does. get a point across right. and get a pe- people on board is by making tricking them into thinking it's comedy, right? And then hitting them with the fact that it's not. Yes, and so we are going to discuss that more after the break. Folks, welcome back to this wonderful episode of the Art Tenders with Mac and Dan. So, ah, uh, Mac. That's your name, right? That's me. Perfect. Because I just want to confirm. What the hell? And, okay, but in all seriousness, I wanted to ask you a follow-up question in regards to the conversation that we were just having before the break, uh-huh. which was in regards to Inside, and you touched on it a little bit, but now I want you to sort of examine it a bit more in regards to uh, Bo Burnham's previous Ooh, acts. me. Okay, okay. Did you learn something? About what? About yourself. In in this piece, did oh. you learn something about yourself? Did you learn something? I mean, we all learned something about Bo 
Burnham yeah. in this piece, right? Yeah. Like that's that's yeah. without you know without even a thought, right? Like of yeah. course, um, because I mean the the irony of it is that he wasn't in front of people and yet put a piece of work that was like the most vulnerable ever right that like it wasn't in front of an audience where he was super vulnerable right where it's like in his like traditional medium right he was the most vulnerable by himself which i mean makes sense but it's also like then he filmed it and put it out there right but but i was thinking of like that uh statement that you had in the beginning of the first segment and then i was also thinking about daniel sloss's x uh which i had seen relatively recently like last week or so um and then I was also thinking about Hannah Gadsby's Nanette. And particularly with Nanette and X, uh, with those two respective specials, that I felt like after the end, I had learned something about myself and about like what sort of role I play in the life that I live. Right? Yeah. I learned something. Was that the case for you Bo in Burnham. Bo Burnham's Inside? And was that the case in Bo Burnham's previous specials? Did you learn something, at the very least, about yourself? And so, and, and so, yeah, was that was that a thing that you had experienced uh, at the end of viewing this? However, many times you viewed it. No. Because the the extent, <laughs> okay, no, they, no. okay, but the the extent of like what I experienced about myself was like, oh shit, like. Oh yeah, these blind spots are coming out, right? I need to address these blind spots a little bit more of like how do I uh, as a person who doesn't deal with depression, which I'm like I'm very very fortunate and privileged to be one of those people, like as as that individual, what can I do to uh better understand, sympathize and help others that yeah. even if they don't need the help what what can i do in in order to like be there for them so, in some capacity so right? do you think it did a good job of representing depression or giving you a new perspective on what a person's depression might look like yes because i had never seen depression on screen like that like that okay. so i mean but so so vulnerable i mean but to the point where just like in the second half there were funny things and i was not laughing right because i'm just like the entire time i'm like is this man okay yeah Right? Is this is this man eating? Like that was a thought that I had. I mean, uh, like now knowing that it was in his guest home, I feel a little bit better. But like just seeing that kitchen and and so consistently throughout the piece too, you see equipment all over the place, and so that includes like a little bit of the kitchen that you do yeah. see, and so there's equipment all over the kitchen. So I think to myself like, is this guy eating? Yeah, right, right, right. Right, but so like, I didn't necessarily learn something about myself, but I learned, um. Like something that I need to address, and I learned a lot about Bo, which is fine, but it does make me curious about like just the experience uh, of like the piece afterwards and the experience of um, reevaluating and, and taking it all in. You said that you didn't learn anything new, right? Like I didn't learn anything didn't new learn about myself. About myself, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't learn anything about myself necessarily. Um, uh, honestly, the 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 funniest parts of the special were the parts that were the most relatable. So um, whenever he would write a song about something that I I just like agreed with his perspective. And so I was like, oh, man, so true. And then um, the, uh, the, the parts about depression I, I thought were interesting. I thought they were a new take um, in that I haven't seen someone dive into depression 
while fully alone. Mm-hmm. That I think was was cool. Like right. to to have a person sitting in a space with only a camera and really actually try to explain with words and with uh, theatrical elements and like imagery as yeah, well. Trying to explain what they're feeling at that moment. I think I think that was cool and difficult probably to do. Um, well, I mean, it had to be incredibly difficult. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say that it was necessarily... I don't, I don't think it necessarily taught me a whole lot in, in terms of, like... Again, like, I, I learned a lot about Bo and, and what he is going through. Mm. I don't feel like I, I learned anything about, um, like, what depression is as a whole or how I would be- better... Um, help someone with it or if if it started creeping up with me to uh, to 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 alleviate that which is fine yeah right like i'm i we're being we i'm being mean, hypercritical look, look yeah we're being super duper critical very right? very we yeah we have not talked about enough how incredible this piece is yeah we really and like mind you yeah. we are like 40 minutes in so we, we're, we're a bit late sorry about that we are sorry uh excellent though because really, like yeah I, I should have said this at the very, very beginning, honestly, um, where, like, let's also acknowledge the fact that Bo Burnham did something more than I certainly did during the pandemic, and most of yeah. us did during the pandemic. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. and, but like, I mean, we and we all channeled this shit, and, and, excuse me, to be more specific, the boredom and the, like, I need to do something of the pandemic, we, you and I, Mac, we yeah. channeled it into this. This was what we did. Yeah. Yep. Right. And so, and, 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 and Bo Burnham channeled it into this immaculately impressive piece that took so much time. It took over a year for him. Mm-hmm. And we saw on camera him celebrating his 30th birthday. And, and in, oh in the my most God, that's just like devastating right way, because he's yeah. just looking at a clock and watching it hit midnight. Yeah. Like it's Cinderella at the ball, but not, I mean, just sad and just like this, like, lull that's just for being forced on him. Um, but like yeah. all the credit to him that, like, it was written, directed, filmed, edited by, and it's just him. It's just him. It's just him. There are other people that helped in the post production, but during the pre and production, it was just him. And it's so impressive. Like, it, I mean, that's that's the one thing, right? Like, I, do I want to watch this again? No, because of how uncomfortable that makes me feel. And, like, that's fine. I know that. And, like, I'm privileged in that regard that I'm able to be, like, no, I don't want to deal with this now, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Like, that's when there are people out there who deal with this but actively every single day. In a way. Yeah, yeah, I, totally, yeah. yeah. Um. And that, well, I mean, and also what I did appreciate about it was like, it was the sort of thing where it was just, it wasn't super duper down your throat in the sense, but there was certainly a sense of like, don't look away, watch this. Yeah. You know, it was the, like, I'm being vulnerable right now and not for the sake of like just being vulnerable, but also for the sake of just like, see this experience, right? Yeah. Um, there, there were. The, I mean, but, and the imagery is hyper intensive. Yeah from my understanding and from like discussions that I've had with other people 
to the relationship one has with depression and kind of like so one of the funniest bits to me was uh for the song unpaid intern which is just like 30 seconds right and then he does a review of that song and then all of a sudden the review of that song pops up during that review and then it's like it's 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 like looking in a mirror it's like when you're standing in between two mirrors and then it looks like an infinite space yeah is what is sort of sort of happening it's this sort of rabbit hole and i was talking about it with someone and they were like yeah it's it's surprisingly similar to an experience that i've had before where uh i think about uh, things from like I, I as if I'm standing back and I'm this like omniscient have this viewing experience of like this is so weird like an out of body experience and that's what they sort of equated to in my opinion the funniest part of the piece right and and, and so like pretty, yeah and also, I, I think there's so many listen I'm sorry for yeah, cutting you off again but there's so many effective parts during this does it lack cohesion sure right but it's not meant to be cohesive do i learn something at the end of it a little bit not as much as preferably i would like right like in comparison to parasite i feel like i learned a lot more about myself (laughs) than oh yeah but but that's just how those two pieces are constructed from one another but there isn't a more quintessential pandemic work than this one and I, I can only I can only imagine because I'm so ignorant of it. I can only imagine the experience it was for people to not have an outlet during this pandemic when they were just stuck at home. When they didn't have a sort of creative outlet. That maybe for some of those people, maybe family and or friends wasn't a feasible thing to communicate with for them, right? Like this it painted such a picture that it's just you have to to watch it yeah right so like would i recommend this piece i don't know but you have to watch it and that was such a big experience for me just once again did i necessarily learn something maybe yeah perhaps and not as much as i would like but also that's not the point and so what is the point of this piece there kind of is no point it's just an exploration of the psyche that's put to the screen and that alone and the execution of it it's fucking impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's it's legitimately great. Yeah. And the songwriting is, oh. although the lyricism in particular is what I'm most impressed with, right? The production is like, I, some of it, I mean, it's all coming from the same like place sound-wise, sure, for a lot of it, for a good amount of it. But like, lyrically, there's always some sort of criticism or some sort of astute observation yeah. that is done in such a clever way yeah. and the execution is always beautiful i wish i said all these things in the first part yeah before bad. we really but started okay. critiquing okay. the 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 uh i will say though on the music um but Burnham, you, you, whenever you start watching especially you never ever take the music seriously you're just listening for the lyrics but this time he really stepped his music game up yeah like uh, there were plenty of times throughout the special or even just listening to it afterwards where i was like this song kind of hits. This is this is not bad. And this is also like a borderline musical. It really is, yeah. It's 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 just very much so like on that edge of being a musical, right? Yeah. Where where it's it's these I mean it's just a bunch of songs and then they are connected by some yeah. in this case monologue never never really for the most part dialogue, right? Yeah, right right right. 
Um, but but so yeah, but but the music is so impressive, it, it really and it's unlike any musical, really. Yeah, and we actually, uh, me and a friend, were talking about how uh, there were so many songs within the special that reminded us of other styles, other styles of songs. Um, and it was kind of funny, like you could hear him ripping off or hear him like in, in a, or a satirizing is the word I'm looking for um, other artists. So like um, uh, shit, that song, yeah, like wake up at eleven. The song called shit, yes. yeah, feeling like a bag of shit um, is such a clear ripoff of Bruno Mars. Uh-huh. Like Bruno Mars makes that exact same sound. Yeah. Um, or, 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 or uh, I mean, obviously, Welcome to the Internet reminds you a lot of, like, a Disney villain song. Yeah. Like, he looks like it, the way he shoots it, but especially the sound. Like, right. he really, that he goes yeah. for that shit. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, or, like, or like White Woman's Instagram. Fa- FaceTime with my mom tonight. Sounds like a, such a Justin Bieber song. Yeah. Um, hilarious. Like, I really, I, I liked that um, yeah. he actually, like, uh, uh, had a specific direction with the composition of each song. Yes, yes. And it's also, well, I mean, what's so interesting, too, is that maybe this is an indictment. Maybe this is a, uh, uh, a sort of plus to it. But, like, the songs also feel incredibly disjointed from just, like, the monologues that he would have. Yeah. Right? Or just, like, other segments that he would have during the piece, right? Uh, like for example, there's one that he's imitating a streamer, and it's like and 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 saying <laughs> saying jargon that of course like streamers would it's just casually so say, and then he's playing essentially a game which is just himself moving around like a funny character. Oh, that part. Um, oh, it's on my different part. Right, but but that like that isn't a song, right? So and what's so interesting is that you can experience this quote and quote album, and. But that provides such a different experience to what is actually going on with the rest of the piece. So much so that that's only half of it, right? With so many musicals, like, all it really is is just the music. Yeah. All it really is is just the music. There's nothing beyond the music because what's beyond the music is utter trash. Yeah. And that's, I think it's safe to say, most musicals. Fuck you, musicals. But uh, that oh, was... Oh, man. Wow. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, musicals? I'm sorry. Well, just... Ja- I mean, Jesus, not all of them. Danny? I'm sorry. It, that, Attack I, that, a more broad group. I, I Broadway. Good God. <laughs> I'm sorry. A whole subculture. Uh, sub, my ass. A whole culture. Uh, so, but, on, but, but to put the topic back on hand... Um, yeah, so... You can listen to this album through and through and, and get some of the gist of it, but it's you just need the imagery so bad for these songs, uh-huh. and then you need all the interludes in between. You need all of it, and that's and that that's what makes the piece right. It's not just the music; it's the music with everything else, right? And be, if it was just the music, then I probably would still be laughing in the second half. Yeah, right. If it was just the music, I would be having a much more uh, ignorant but more happy uh, experience in regards to the total cohesive, uh, well, cohesive slash incohesive product. Um, But but I think it it's like I said, I'm not sure if it's a good thing, and I'm not I'm not sure if it's a bad thing how disjointed the music is. But I mean, once again, I do really appreciate at the same time once again do i know if it's a good thing i don't know but i appreciate for sure how much of an exploration this is mm-hmm. that 
I mean, like, I, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't want to explore that much shit personally to that degree of like finesse and that degree of polish for the most part, right? Not polish in in terms of the overall storytelling and the cohesiveness of bit by bit, but just like to that detail mm-hmm. of exploring it through imagery through lyrics through monologue through etc through lighting through and just emotional experience i'm not i'm not comfortable exploring that personally yeah and so i mean all the props to him for being that vulnerable for a fucking year putting this together and then still choosing to finish it and then still choosing to like edit it and put it out into the universe yeah yeah we're like he didn't have to do that True. and and part of it too is just like i i wish he would have done something that was perhaps more fulfilling not uh, it doesn't matter if it's fulfilling to him as an artist like it got to a point to me that was like what's fulfilling to you as a human like what do you need right now and that and that was the concerning part for me but uh i i'm still so in awe of him choosing to still do it and then to still put it out there because that is one brave motherfucker and much more brave than so many of us yeah um where where both and 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 i think he could probably say yes i did that like he he is putting on a mask for most of it and yet at the same time him putting on a mask exposes the rest of his body Oh, and, interesting. And, yeah. th- and that is this. Oh, well, piece. also, another really cool detail is that, like, literally, a- as the piece goes on, he gets progressively more and more naked until he's literally butt ass naked. Yeah. Cool, cool detail. And, yeah. and, 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 uh, really. Definitely probably the most cohesive part about the whole thing. Yeah. And something that I, I didn't notice until he was totally naked. And then I was like, oh my God, it's fucking Bo. Like, that's all him. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay. So, so, favorites, least favorites. What songs do you put top tier? What songs do you put bottom tier? I'm gonna put the funny songs at top cool, tier. Then do it. Right? Well, but, but what funny so, songs do you? And so the funny songs to me was just like, even though it's 30 seconds, I love unpaid intern and like Facetime yeah. with my mom and and how the world works and white woman's Instagram and and Bezos too and Welcome to the Internet. Like I love those songs because they're funny and because they're a window to something that I don't have to deal with sure. for the most part. Well, but also there are a couple, like actually quite a few of those that um, uh, hit me because I because he's he's so good with metaphor. He's so good with you buying into something and being like, oh, this is kind of like a funny concept. Yeah. And then him just like wringing it until it's dry and then making you feel like shit because yeah. he reminds you of like how this plays into reality. And part of part of it's the imagery, right? Yeah. So. I had that experience with FaceTime with my mom where oh, like funny. I listened to the song by itself first, thought to myself, that's funny as shit. Then I watched him perform it, perform it and I'm like, I'm sad. Uh, yeah, because you're like, oh, damn. Like, oh, th- this is a different experience for him yeah. than it is for me. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in a way where it's just like, how do I connect with this person? I don't know, even though this person is my mother. I'm sorry for cutting you no, off. No, 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 What were you... No, uh, I mean, like, I, I mean, in, in all these. So, like, uh, how the world works. Um, funny, cute little concept. I know that you're going to get into, like, some depressing stuff. 
uh, and everything. Because the joke is the depressing stuff. The joke and, is the depressing stuff. Oh, and I, I expect that. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I, I mean, I do not expect whenever he uses the fact that the puppet is, de- like, the, the puppet's life is dependent on his hand being inside the puppet, because it's a hand puppet. It's dependent on his hand controlling it in order for it to stay alive. And so he starts threatening the puppet that he's going to take his hand out of the puppet and then the puppet will no longer exist. And so the puppet starts begging him for life, like to keep him on his hand, which then is, is more commentary on what they're talking about in the song. Super fucking clever. And like, I I don't expect that, but then it, it happens and it hits me over the head really hard. And he's really good at that. But he's he's good at that on an individual level. We talked about that. He's good at that within a song. Like he makes one song so clever, so smart. But in terms of like the overall piece, it is just like a kind of cobbled together of a bunch of really good individual pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it, it reminds me of like <laughs> a recent example, uh, like Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Where like I like that movie, but I would not call it cohesive. No, I I would say there were. That's funny. I just watched that a couple days ago. Um, that there are a lot of really good scenes or good moments in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Him talking to the little girl on set. Uh, his his um like improvised scene or whatever whenever they're filming right. or uh, uh whenever Brad Pitt is at the Manson estate or the Manson ranch, right. um that those moments are great or like the fl- flamethrower but they are very what kind of in the movie like in terms of story it's not conventional storytelling yeah uh another excellent example welcome to the internet oh chills whenever because like at first you're like oh, okay like this is kind of like wild and like oh this is a clever idea and then whenever he is like you're addicted to it and you're dependent upon it and we're so proud of the internet we did exactly it's doing exactly what we designed it to do the second he said like what we designed it to do and like we have been waiting for you um I mean, just ran chills up my spine that I was like, that's that's a really, really excellent way of exploring the absolute disgusting, gross parts of the Internet um, and its origin and the reason that we're on it all the time. Um, uh, Apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Mm -hmm. Genius. I mean, genius lyrics. Um, And again, that song spec fucking tacular mm-hmm. but it's just kind of there yeah it's just and and, there. and once again it's there because it's just an exploration right right this whole piece is an exploration and so i i yeah it's it's tricky it's tricky because you're not we are typically not uh used to pieces that are just explorations we're used to pieces that at least receive some sort of polish in the sense of like pre-production and like the beats are gonna happen here, here, and here. It's just like no, I made all these beats. Uh, let's put them together, um, which is fine. But um, and it's to once again the piece's uh, detriment, but also to its benefit. Because all the songs are excellent individually. Do you think that this is better to be listened to as no. a soundtrack? No, you think it's, I mean, you, well, you, you have to ex- you have to watch it. Yeah, you have to watch because that, that's what it was made for. Yes, you're sure. not going to get the story if you just listen to it. Uh-huh. If you are listening to this right now for some reason and you haven't listened to it or watch it, like don't just listen to the album because that's not the full story. By story, right? do you mean idea? Like, like 
explored both depression. Would you say, yes, would you say that there are musicals out there that you could just listen to the soundtrack and you get the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need anything. I mean, Les Mis isn't, it's just, there's no. Les Mis. There's no dialogue. Right? Yeah. It's just music. Mm, Spring Awakening? Spring uh, Awakening. Yeah. But, but like, right yeah. where you are getting, what, a quarter a third, maybe a half, if you just listen to the, the tracks. New, yeah, it's true. it's so unfair. It's so yeah. unfair. Like I wouldn't, I'm I wouldn't show the music to anybody first. Like I would just say, just watch it. Right? Yeah, I would say that. Um, one question, as we sort of start to wrap things up, because I think it's going to be a bit verbose of a, of a question, but uh, I, I will explain it a little bit after I ask it. Which is, were we, and when I say we, it could be you, it could be me, it could be just average any Joe audience Schmo, member, any yeah. audience member. Were we ever laughing at Bo? No. The reason why, like, I thought of that question is because, like, sometimes, like, I think about, like, comedians and, like, sometimes, like, comedians make self-deprecating jokes or, or something along those lines, right? And maybe about themselves or about their culture, about their race, about their ethnicity, about about their gender, who they are, et cetera, et cetera. Where, for example, the most famous example uh, is Dave Chappelle doing Chappelle's yeah, show. Yeah. And then in the middle of taping the third season, it's like, wait a second, everybody's laughing at me. Right, they're 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 laughing about who I am and 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 the the culture that I am associated with. They're laughing at that mm-hmm. as opposed to just maybe I don't know the specific, but maybe like laughing at the general like, idea of like this sh- all this shit is like dumb, like we're stupid too, like it's yeah. just right as opposed to like laughing with, and instead people were laughing at. Yeah, there and I, so that's why of, he he left. There are a lot of comedians that that depend on that. I would go as far as to say, not in the later half of his career, not 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 in the the John Mulaney that we know, but I would say that early John Mulaney definitely did that a lot. Yeah. Um, Whereas like laugh at me. Yeah, he was like, please, please, like me first, like laugh at me first. Yeah. And then once we got out of the way, like at the beginning of the special, then he gets into his actual content about things that he cares about. Yeah. Um, but he really depended on. Uh, I look like a child. I look like I. No, no. I, I think the exact quote. I um. I look like I was trapped in a uh, windowless room for uh, like 25 years, ate only saltine crackers and water, and <laughs> just walked out on this stage. <laughs> but yeah. he, I'm actually an alcoholic or whatever. Um, he I, he really depended on that shtick. Yeah. Uh, and then graduated from it. Right. But I don't think that Bo Burnham ever really. And, that and I can like think of, I don't ever think really so either. Like perhaps like during. Some songs, maybe, but I think... I, I was just curious about the question, right? Yeah. And you may... Uh, you, the audience member, or you, Mac, may have heard me just say in the middle of your thought, oh, I have a question. Because yeah. I sometimes have trouble of just keeping thoughts to myself because of just how this podcast is constructed. But I did want to ask that question because, like... I, I don't I don't know I don't I, I don't th- I don't yeah, think, do you think so was? either I don't think so either uh-huh. and the intention was I don't think to laugh at him mm-hmm. unless maybe there were some parts of this is sort of like a self-deprecating way of like laugh at me laugh at me right there were I mean for example the very end of the piece is him walking out of the guest home it looks like it's like a set that's like rebuilt on yeah. stage um but there's like a spotlight on him. Yeah, and there's a spotlight on him, and he walks out of the guest home, and then he tries to, like, 
come back in, but the door is locked, and then everybody's laughing, right? And when I say everybody's laughing, I mean, there's a laugh track that is edited in um, of him trying to get back into the door. So, like, it's like he himself is laughing at himself, or he himself is looking at himself in this sort of introspective way. But I was just curious of, like, when we laughed during this piece, were we ever laughing at Bo or were we laughing with Bo? And I would like to think we were laughing with Bo, right? Like him singing congratulations, Jeffrey Bezos. Like we laugh because we're laughing with Bo. We're not laughing yeah. at Bo. We're not laughing at him saying, ha ha, you are, you are also suffering under capitalism under Jeffrey Bezos. Look at you, fucker. Yeah. Um, like, no, it's beyond that of like, no, we're all suffering. I think um, something that was really interesting, though, is that because there was no live audience – a lot of times in in stand-up, whenever people start making fun of themselves like that, uh, what gives you permission to laugh is hearing the audience laugh or their cadence. They're, they're, they're subconsciously telling you that this is the spot to laugh at, yeah. right? Yeah, um, yeah. And with this, because there was no live audience, because of the way that he uh, performed it, every single time that he made fun of himself, those were the moments when you stopped. You were laughing, laughing, laughing until he started making fun of himself, and then you were like, "You're totally right." I don't think I'm supposed to be laughing right You're now. You're totally right. Um, because, but I'm wondering if he performed that for a live audience, if that would be different. If some of the audience, because you know how it works, we're, we're we're both live theater guys. Whenever some part of the audience starts laughing, everyone feels permission to it's, start laughing. It's contagious. It's yeah. contagious. It's contagious. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why we talk about uh, – there's there's like one specific professor that whenever you watch something and he's also in the audience, you feel more permission to, to, to viscerally watch rather yeah. than passively watch. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm wondering – yeah, that's a good question. If it would be different live. I think it probably would. And I think that he would For lose sure. the depressing value um, – not fully, but but a lot of it, I think, with a, with a live audience. And it also depends on the audience, right? Where, yeah. like, with this, he can curate his own shit. Like, well, also, it would make you know. sense from an audience because the whole thing is about his loneliness. Right, so, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, duh. But, so. but also, I think that... But yeah. it also couldn't make sense in front of an audience, yeah. right? Where it's just, like, once again, like, it's just exposing yourself in a different way that instead of a camera. And there are definitely moments of, like, during this piece where it's, like, hyper-analyzing all the camera and, like, the camera camera is this, like, yeah. sort of portal into this room. Yeah. This scary, daunting portal, right? Um, and so, so if he did explore this on stage, it'd be... It, it would be different because it would be a different experience and yet at the same time maybe more intimate maybe uh -huh. not like it's 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 difficult to say but like in terms of the production this is meant for a camera and this is meant to be in one room it's i mean it's called inside yeah right yeah and so you get a lot more of that experience when the entire thing is taking place within those four walls mm -hmm. right as opposed to there's a fourth wall but um <sighs> <laughs> Screw you. Um, Mac. Oh, I was going to ask you the same thing. Go ahead. Well, do you recommend it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Are you? Uh, yeah, it's, well, like, yeah, I don't know if I want to watch it again, but I think, like, once, I mean, maybe I did learn something about myself, and maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not giving this piece enough credit because of how uncomfortable it made me, and, like, still being able to recognize that, yeah, yeah it's all over the place. Um, it's but interesting. That's, that's part of what makes it special too. It's interesting and frustrating and thought provoking, and yes, it is. It is exactly what you expect from a Bo Burnham special. It is immensely thoughtful for something that is so all over the place. Yeah, true, 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 true. It, uh, yeah, 
Yes. Lots of individual thoughts that are that are interesting. Yeah. All of them. That I think maybe okay, hold on. I'm once again just walking back my take, but like maybe I would watch it again if like now better prepared with the lens of like everything is broken apart and mm-hmm. it's not they're not really bridges they're more like different islands you should definitely listen to it again listen to it you should definitely listen to it again All because right. i think that i i agree with the fact that you should watch it first time because that is what it was intended to do and you're intended to feel sad in the moment moments when he wants you to feel sad right and that's great and you know that now and you've consumed that but the most interesting parts and the and the parts that are worth revisiting because they're so complicated and so uh, thought provoking are the songs. Those are the things in my mind that are worth revisiting several times. Mm. Whereas That's maybe it. maybe you might watch it one more time. Yeah. But you can listen to, the, to these songs for weeks and be not only entertained but uh, actively thinking. Yeah. So I mean, fair. Fantastic. So, mm. what we're watching next week. Yes, Mac. What are we watching next week? Um, so I was going to have you watch Human Centipede 3. Jesus. I mean, like, but, like, but this is the thought of it. I mean, where, the thought of it. Where, 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 where? The thought of it. I just want to say that the summary. Oh, my God. Like, but, like, it's just, like. The summary. No, no, no. While he's freaking out. The summary is that there is a prison, and the uh, warden of the prison is having troubles with the prisoners. So what he's doing to punish all of them simultaneously is he's making a 500-person-long human centipede. That's awful. That's disgusting. It's disgusting, I know. It's so gross. It's so thrilling. Okay. but Really? Oh. It's hilarious. But anyways, uh, we're going to watch another movie that is intentionally dog shit. Okay. Tusk. Is that the one with Justin Long? It's the one with Justin Long and Haley Joel Osment. No... Yep. Have fun.